They are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Back at it again for another edition of the 1215 Club. It is my Ariel is always here in the mic. Joined by Dylan Graphics Guy, Marvin the Prince. Radiant turn. No, Eric. I think this is the last week without him. You guys miss him? No. You don't? Not at all. I didn't even know he was gone. Marvin, do you miss him? I do, but I did notice he was gone. I noticed he was gone too because he usually sits next to me. So I have an empty seat in between us right now. Yeah. Yeah. It actually is unfortunate because normally Eric's sort of blocking you from my vision a little bit, and now I can see you. Like, You're wearing sunglasses. It looks like you are uh, on a bender, like at a poker table or something. No. Yeah, that's what it looks like. No, it doesn't. Ray, doesn't it look like that? You do look like you'd be playing poker right now. On a bender. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Can't I'm actually, I that. like don't really know how to play poker. I mean, I kind of do, so. You strike me as somebody that looks, I'm also looking at your dumb tattoos. I feel like dumb's probably the wrong word. I think that's the perfect word to explain them. Why? Because they're dumb. So it, Dan brought this up this week on air. <laughs> he was, uh, so we got back, I think, what was it, two? We got back Monday, but Tuesday he hadn't gone around the room uh, for the morning meeting and he was just asking, you know, how all his employees were doing, right? Whatever. Got to all of us. And then he goes, and Dylan, those tattoos. Yeah. He, uh, well, I had like, I put Aquaphor on them. Uh, which you're supposed to do. So I had my sleeve rolled up and Dan walked in and he like kind of cocked his head and looked at me funny. I was like, I got some new ink over the break. He's like, oh, great. Let me see. And so I showed him one, which just says RoboCop. And he was like, what did your mom think of you as a person? And I was like, she's pretty damn proud. All your tattoos are really random. So if you don't know Dylan, I think you could probably have a little idea if you listen to this podcast regularly. Mm -hmm. Dylan is an eclectic guy. I don't know if that's the word. I think eclectic's a good word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's too much of a compliment. It's, it wasn't it meant probably, to be a compliment. It's more of a compliment than you intended, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think eclectic is one of those. He's artsy. You know, he's got his own vibe. I mean, Dylan does have his own he vibe. He does have very much his own but vibe. not in a positive light. So he got a RoboCop tattoo inside of his uh, bicep. Which hurt a lot. Yep. And then you have an oyster, that the new addition, the oyster in your tricep? Yes, I got the oyster. Me and my friend got matching oysters because we were eating oysters. That sounds It's lovely. that simple. And then you have like a shark, you have a fisherman's a fly. a fly, you have a palm tree, and they're all like randomly placed. None of them are actually like, it doesn't look like there wasn't any rhyme or reason as to why they're there on your body. No, not really. I kind of just seem like a fly by the seat of my pants. Sort of guy. I think the less meaningful tattoos, the better. So that's why I was thinking about getting maybe like a Puerto Rican flag on my bicep. Yeah, I would love that. You would? And you want to get matching In honor of me? Yeah. It's an homage. I like that. I like that. So that, you, that's what, a little uh, look into what the backroom guys are. Dylan is the craziest person by far uh, amongst the five <laughs> of us, six of us. And maybe in some ways, but I think everyone is a little nuts. Everybody in the back room, I think, has a little bit of weirdness. I would throw my Tyler hat in the ring for that one, too. Tyler does have his weird quirks. Yes. Tyler has his weird quirks. Uh, Rob, you guys got a little bit of a taste of Rob today on the show, and his 
Jets takes. Rob is just fully unhinged. Oh, I mean, it's only about like three topics. Yeah. Which is uh, Red Sox, Jets, and Knicks. Knicks, Knicks I think, Knicks is by is far. Rob, I mean, um, Marv, you get a large portion of the Knicks talk. Look, I made a deal. Not even I made a deal because I'm not making deals. Mm-hmm. I told Rob and Ray. Who You're dead end now. You don't make deals. You who are in the, I mean. You got to read the art of the deal. I didn't want to say it, but. But I told Ray and Rob, and Rob can attest to this. We were out when you guys are uh, at the golf simulator. Mm-hmm. I said, no Knicks talk, no Lakers talk until somebody makes like a real move. Somebody drafts somebody. I don't want to hear I'm hearing because, yeah. you know, like DP also Dan hates, always he that. hates <laughs> I'm hearing. I said, nope, nope, nope. I've heard enough. And the season's over. Yeah. I mean, they're not even in the playoffs anymore. Ray can vouch for me. I said, I don't want to hear about Russell Westbrook possibly going to the Hornets. Who cares? Yeah. Wait, you like, I don't care. Look, what I don't care about is rumors yeah. or what they've been hearing. Dude, sources. Um, Ro- like, you don't have sources. Rob is like a detective with like the yarn and the stuff connecting dots, and he'll be making up these elaborate trade scenarios that clearly aren't going to happen, but he'll happily tell you about them for about 30 to 45 minutes. Yesterday, Dan came into the back room, and I caught a little glimpse of it, and I was like, I'm going to tap out of this as soon as I can. Rob, I mean, uh, Ray, you were witness to this. Yeah, And he was breaking down, like, the centers or the tackles that were in this draft and the the potential that the Jets could take them. Yeah, he was talking about... (laughs) And he was talking at about... As soon as you're talking, breaking (laughs) down the centers in the draft, that's time to go. (laughs) He's talking a million miles an hour, and Dan's just nodding. Nodding his head. And then then if if this happens, then we're probably just going to have to get Jermaine Johnson, and then he's the guy out of Florida State, but then we might... We might trade back up into the first round, and Dan's like, okay. And just okay. observing Dan while he's speaking at about 200 <laughs> miles an hour. Dude, what, yeah. what I'll do sometimes is just go back there and be like, uh, hey, Rob, uh, Patrick Ewing is pretty overrated, right? And then just and then just walk out. So then whoever else is there is just going to get well, that's eviscerated. Been, that's been your thing, you and Mario's thing. You'll go in there, and you'll rile them up. And Drop then a bomb and then just, dip. Then you just automatically leave, and then I'm the only one there. <laughs> it's really it's really just us punishing Ray inadvertently. That's true. And, Mar- I mean, Marv is not uh, back there as often as he used to be. So, But you kind of get it when the show's over. Yeah, to to an extent. But... When they start talking, like, I made that proclamation. Look, nah, there's no more Knicks talk. We've heard about it on a regular Tuesday night when they play Orlando. I can't believe they choked down that lead. Oh, like, and, you know, I don't watch the games. Oh, how much were they up by? They were up by three with seven minutes left. Did you just say they choked the lead down? I think that's just a regular basketball. Like, if it was... Uh, a 26-point lead like the uh, Timberwolves just lost, that's, that's a, choke. a choke. Yeah, Like, you being up by three with eight minutes left in the fourth, that's just a basketball game. Is that one of your... I mean, there's many perks to being a Danette, but not having to sit back and listen <laughs> to all that talk during the show. Is that one of the better perks you've gotten? You know what? It is. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I've been in this long enough to where... Like, I'm not a sports fan like that mm-hmm. anymore. My team loses. Look, I'm wearing a 49ers uh, hoodie right now. 49ers lost the Super Bowl. Man. That sucks. Damn. Yep. I'm going to go to bed because I got work in the morning. Yep. Like, it just really doesn't resonate. Not like it once did when I was 17 and you're not in it. Yeah. Like, look, 
And hopefully, I think, but you know, Rob seems like one of those guys where the fan is never going to leave him. No, no, no. Fran, and, I mean, uh, Rob's 29. He, I think he's 29 now. Like, that's it. But, he's not growing dude, up. No, no, but Rob's, I'm uh, sorry, not to cut you off, no, but no. to cut you off. But it's not even his age. It's being in this business. Yeah. Like, I've been in it long enough to where, all right, like, you kind of lost in the first round. All right. Took a pie for it. Like, I was more upset about losing a bet than them losing the game. Yeah. So I wasn't going to get all bent out of shape. And, you know, you see these people that, you know, break their TVs. I was like, well, that's because you have to go to work in the morning at the steel mill (laughs) tomorrow. It's always Steelers or Cowboys fans breaking their TV, too. (laughs) You guys seen that video? Which which one? Which one? The Steelers one? Oh, yeah, dude. He goes. Steelers fan. Animal mode. If you haven't seen this video, just I, I mean, if you just YouTube Steelers fan mad at loss, you'll, something get a, like you'll that. probably get a twenty minute compilation <laughs> of different videos. I don't want to pile right. on Rob here, but I'm pretty sure a couple weeks ago he told me all of us that he has like multiple remotes in his apartment. So when he watch the Knicks, he'll break one and then just change the batteries out. He'll <laughs> <laughs> have a next an extra one. That there's a use. remote. There's a remote graveyard in Rob's living room. Oh, I'm, I'm a Jets fan and I'm a Knicks fan. But I don't think I'm a Jets or a Knicks fan anymore because of Rob. I dude, I think like I I'm a pretty big like diehard Mets fan, Rangers, yada yada. Rob has made me completely question whether I'm actually a fan like, at all. Exactly because I really, at the end of the day, I'm like, eh. I genuinely I like the Knicks, but I just don't care as much as Rob. It's or pretty even impressive. even close to what he cares. No, even when I was in it, I'm not sure if I cared that much yeah even when so i got into this and i was maybe like 25 even before then i don't think i really cared you know now like where we all are i think i root more for you know what's a what's a good story yeah like okay the lakers lost i used to tell ray this when ray uh so inside baseball like ray writes uh above the noise yeah so he writes a couple uh monologues for dan right and so what I would do, I would come in, like, and the Lakers would win, which wasn't very often last year. But when they would win, I was like, that's not good for us. Like, so yeah. I would be more interested in in the story. And on top of that, like, being a Lakers fan, like, I've seen them you win. Wanna, Rob, just Ra- open. You want to come in, Rob? Rob's here. Come on in, Rob. Oh, Rob, get in here. Oh, Rob, get, Rob, <laughs> take Eric's seat. We got a seat right here for you. I will say though, and I'm, I was gonna say this before Rob came in though, but he Rob is is at least like shameless about his diehardness. Like yeah, he doesn't I don't think, try and I don't think he's gonna try to like say that he's not a diehard fan. Like you could pretend that you're not, <laughs> but you are. Screw that, right? No, I'm a psycho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we were also talking earlier about how basically everyone here is a psycho in their own unique ways. We started with Dylan and his tattoos. Then I think we. Kind of like brushed over Tyler, but we can probably do a whole episode on how Tyler and his quirks are just psychotic. I mean, we could. How much time do you have for that? Uh, I don't think we have that much time. Not enough for that. No, not not to get into that. No. But just to give you a little preview, Tyler used to eat tuna fish. I think did we talk about this two weeks ago? (laughs) When he and then because he thought it was like a bird or something. Yeah, he thought it because it it was chicken of the sea, and then he found out that it was actually seafood, and he stopped eating it. Jessica Simpson did that, and she got roasted in the tabloids for like two years. (laughs) Tyler just gets roasted in, uh, in the behind the scenes of the Dan Patrick show. <laughs> For sure. 
So, Rob, you we were talking about how diehard of a fan you are, and you kind of make us question our fandoms. Because I'm a Knicks fan, but I'm really not a Knicks fan. <laughs> Fairweather fan, dude. Yeah. I'm a Jets fan. Like, I'm very interested in what the Jets oh, did last night. Wait, but Rob, actually, though, we, were, we brought up... Do you, so your uh, TV remote situation at home, you keep a, you keep a couple in the chamber, right? Uh, I in keep case, a couple in the chamber, just yeah. In, just for incidentals? Yeah, and I'm actually pretty good at putting them back together because I've, uh, you know... <laughs> Done it once or twice. Uh, yeah. There's a hot glue gun next to them. A little more. What we also learned this week <laughs> is that not only is Rob a diehard Knicks, Jets, Red Sox fan, he's a diehard Allen Iverson fan. Yeah, that's my guy. Marv? My favorite. The best part about that entire thing was afterwards, Rob goes, I can't believe we got Allen Iverson on the show. (laughs) (laughs) And like all of us in the back were like, you know what show we're on? (laughs) If we were on some small little local. In New York. Correct. Then that'd be different. I was like, "Um, we've had a couple of people that have made a little bit of noise in the past 40 years. I mean, (laughs) just look at who hosts the show. Right. (laughs) I do have to say that, like. AI is just like a cool dude. He like, his just like interview his, was a lot better than yeah. Because there was, was like be. you know it, Dan was like I don't like this is gonna probably go one of two ways because he didn't really know if he's what he was gonna get out of it. And I then mean, they, he kind of used the persona that he had in the media when he was playing. Yeah, where it was like you know he the practice he didn't want to really talk to the media. He didn't give them much. That's his moment that resonates with a lot of people. Probably his most famous yeah. as yeah. far as like his interactions with the media for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. like one of the first like viral videos. I feel like like yeah. when YouTube came yeah. out, like oh, that yeah. was definitely yeah. one of them. Yeah. But he, uh, they talked for like twenty five minutes, which is like probably like ten or fifteen minutes longer than most interviews usually get. Yep. And I mean, Dan usually likes to just hit the point, mm-hmm. and then he likes to move on. But he was, I mean, the fact that AI was engaging, and Dan talks about this all the time. Um, you know, when people compliment him for being a great interview, it really comes down to how these inter- how these guests are going to give something back yeah. to him. And AI was like dishing stories. That's the best when they start telling stories. Yeah. You know, I know when it's a good interview when I completely stop what I'm doing and I'm just locked yeah. in on every word that the guest is saying. Well, and they like the I think Dan would probably say too the best interviews are the ones where he says the fewest words. Yep. You know, like he just it said tease it up and then. Yeah, Let's he, them go. He like said if it's it, Bill Walton, he doesn't have to say any words. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah. says, hey, Bill, that's it. Yeah. yeah. He talked about this week with Lefko, um, you know, be John Stockton. And that's exactly what he was. Yeah. I mean, that's what he is in a lot of the interviews mm-hmm. where you're just teeing up your, your guest. And if, you know, the interview is going to be good depending on what they're giving you. Marv? Do we have anybody else? Because AI for a lot of us, is such an iconic figure, especially like if you're in this age range, probably between I don't know, 25 and 40, like he probably was one of your favorite players, if not your favorite. Yeah. So was there anybody else that like, all right, so Dylan had Mike Piazza. Mike Piazza. Uh, right. Me, yeah. And Allen Iverson, like for me, some, like Chris Weber was huge because he was a part of my favorite basketball team. My first favorite anything yeah. growing up was Michigan. So, is there anybody else that any of you five I think would like to uh, I have? Mean, it's probably going to be unpopular, Rob. But LeBron, I mean, oh, obviously, grew well, up like I literally grew up on. That was like my first yeah. jersey that I ever. I remember having his uh, St. Mary's St. Vincent jersey. 
The high school jersey. Right. I know, like, Rob's not a big fan, everyone, so just to put that out there. <laughs> we, but, we, could, we could let Rob sit <laughs> here and talk about LeBron yeah, right. for that's, a while. That's another whole other episode. You guys got four hours to kill. Yeah, and, right? And that's something we don't feel like doing at all. No. Um, so, I would say Ken Griffey Vincent, Jr. is another one. Ken Griffey's a good one. I think uh, Randy Moss would be up there Are for you talking me? about, like, that would be, be cool. pretty cool. Um, yeah. Well, we had Mike Piazza on, and Eric yeah. let me say hi to him, and I was like, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. I was a big fan. I had your poster <laughs> on my wall. If I send it to you, will you sign it? <laughs> um, yeah, the the childhood sport. Well, it's like Dan with Jerry Wet. Like Dan was talking right. about, like how he's not a fan of Winning Time, which I do have to say is a pretty good show mm-hmm. as as far as TV shows go. Right. But they de- they definitely didn't did Jerry West pretty dirty and like no favors. Dan won't even watch it because Jerry West like his childhood hero and like those do kind of stick with you over time. Even though whether you know like you know Dan like renounced basically renounced his fandom and stuff when he got into the biz. Yeah, but like there's still those you know. I find it interesting because we have like a wide range of ages in here. Marv, you're in your later thirties. I'm thirty eight. Okay. Ray, you're your early twenties. Twenty three, yeah. Um, Dylan, you're in your mid twenties and me and Rob are in our later twenties. So we kinda all have different uh ranges of when sports was first introduced to us, mm-hmm. right? So mine was like LeBron, two thousand three, two mm-hmm. early two thousands. I remember watching him in high school. Uh Ray, who's like you said Randy Moss? Yeah, I think Randy Moss for me, just because, like, when was the Patriots undefeated season? 2007? 2007. Yeah, so I was, what, nine? Nine years old? Yeah, 1998. So, like, that was, like, huge for me. Mm-hmm. And my dad was always a huge Randy Moss fan, but I'm a, I'm a Lions fan, so we have, like, nothing, <laughs> nothing really to cheer about. So I'll just, I'll, I was just a big Randy Moss guy forever, so. Dude, I remember, I, I, one of my first like sports memories I remember was when Roger Clemens threw the broken bat at Mike Piazza yeah. in the Subway Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scumbag. My one of my first memories was the Subway Series, two thousand, two thousand Mets Yankees. Yeah. And then did, did the Mets play? They had a couple. They were really good in that. I think they played in AL, NLCS the year before. Did they, they played play, the Braves. They, play the they were playing the Braves. Mm-hmm. In uh, in the late nineties, in the playoffs, you had the Ventura. Um, Grand Slam single, if anyone remembers yeah. that. Uh, and then you had, yeah, the Subway Series. The Brave that the nineties Braves botched. I mean, I know they got one, but like they were like pull, almost pulled like a Bills. They were in the World Series all the time in the nineties and couldn't do it with the Smoltz and that crew. Yeah, yeah. they had like four Cy Young winners yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah Maddox, Smoltz, Glavin. And they always had like a fourth, like a really good fourth, like Steve yeah. Avery, Mike Hampton, yeah. or Kevin someone, Miller. or someone like that, where it's like, oh, your fourth could be a number one yeah. anywhere, anywhere else. else. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they went and went and became a, a one somewhere else, and they were never the same, bro. Never, because <laughs> you're playing, you know, behind those guys, and you're like, all right, Marv, me and you got to give uh, Paul pies today. We did. I really wanted to put it on his head, but last time I did that, I <laughs> it didn't go over well. Some feathers, <laughs> so you know, I just didn't do it. You know, I'm I'm a person who learns from making a mistake. No, I could I could respect it. Uh, C and asked me if I wanted to uh, give Paulie the pie, mm-hmm. which was fine with me. And I try to make it uh, pretty quick and short and sweet, so I don't like to. I mean, you were you you I relish in back. it. Yeah. You relish in it. And I, <laughs> I said that, that's going to come back to bite me at some point because yeah, I'm going to get a pie and it's. Somebody's gonna really rub it in. You did put a little extra mustard on it, you know, like yeah. you're like. So I and originally I was on your side, 
Yeah. Because I it was like, all right, Marvin, you're overreacting. You do this all the time. You're constantly freaking out. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, like, you're you're shot up at a cannon. But like Marvin. ships mm. of the night, I think I crossed back over, and now I kind of agree with Marvin. I think it was disrespectful. I think you owe him another apology. <laughs> 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 nah, it's all good. It's over, and you see, I haven't made any bets recently. Yeah, you've been really hesitant to make bets. Who? Who knew, like, Paul said he was, like, one of the pies had, like, apricot preserve in it, yeah. and he was, like, I hate apricots. Did someone <laughs> know that he hates apricots or something, or no, was that I, just a I, I think that was a draw. coincidence. That was because... just Tyler apparently just being, like, nobody likes apricots. Let me just put this <laughs> in. <laughs> we, we, were, we were outside before uh, the Meat Friday segment, and they had some sauces on the table, some trigger sauces, and one of them was, like, honey barbecue. The other one was, like, hot and spicy. Or hot and sweet, and the third one was apricot. And Paul's like, "That's just one thing I don't like, apricot." And I don't think it like <laughs> kind of it didn't link or it didn't connect to me after he until he said, "Who put apricot in this pie?" <laughs> it, it was like so perfect. It, that was such a Tyler thing to do. Like, there's blueberry, strawberry, cherry. Oh, apricot! There we go. I do like the shifting around the ingredients of the pies a little bit, just for variety. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, you put, like, some Lysol on there next time. Some yeah, bleach. Comet. That's what Tyler, I think we've talked about this. But hot, that's what Tyler wanted to do when I lost a golf match to him. He wanted to fill it with, like, oh, I'll put some Drano in here. He was filling them with hot sauce. He was. was. He was. He was, was, he was filling the balloons yeah. with yeah, hot sauce. Morning, and we were just like, squirting hot sauce in there. And, and I, I just, <laughs> I don't know if everybody's just outside listening today. Why? What happened? Rob heard us talking. because you're getting out of control. Tyler heard us talking. Now you're walking in. Come in real quick, Ty. No, come in real quick. Come in real quick. That was Tyler, ladies and gentlemen. Rub. That was Tyler, the moderator, everyone. Tyler refuses to be on this show. Wait, everybody, everybody. Hey, Rob. Yeah? Most overrated NBA team ever. Don't, the, don't. The, the, that's, all, that's all we that's got. All we got. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonably, 08 Celtics. That's honestly, I thought that's what you were looking for. No, I was going to say. 2013 Knicks. For sure. You know I was going to say Knicks tape. You know I was going to say bing bong. <laughs> that's all we got for the 12-15 this week. <laughs> Leave Rob's mic up and you just continue recording on it. <laughs> Anybody Anything else to get off their chat? Anybody do anything good for their break? Me and Dylan tore up a golf course in Ridgefield that didn't really Heard about go. that? Yeah. yeah Marv, you were in L.A.? I played with my dad. Yep, little trip to Disneyland with the family. Yeah, nothing crazy. Anybody notice you? You get any recognition out there? Uh, no, no, no. It's a fair mm. question. I mean, we were in L.A. It's our biggest market. Yeah, that's why. Maybe I should have worn Dan hey, Patrick everyone. like Fritzy. Fritzy goes out and he wears like Dan Patrick Show stuff all the time. Yeah, rep the brand, dog. Yeah. No, I've I've been recognized once, and that was at Mohegan Sun Arena, <laughs> and that was it. But other than that, no. what, was, what was what was that like? He was like, yo. Are you Marvin? <laughs> Get away from me. Tiny hands? Yeah, for sure. I was like, I am. He was like, oh, man. He was like, it looked like you. He was like, man, I'm such a big fan. Man, you great addition to the show. I was like, man, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, so. That's really, the first time you get recognized is like really weird and you don't know how to, what to say, how to say anything. Right. And Dylan's been recognized. But, and it's funny because we won't get recognized around here because maybe we're not like on radio or something like that. Yeah. But if you're in a maybe bigger market or like, obviously when we're out on the road, I'm sure, you know, you'll get it a ton. We went, me and Dylan were sitting at the bar at the airport at JFK at JFK. And it was like eight o'clock in the morning. We were eating breakfast on our way to LA for the Super Bowl. Mario shows. was hammered. 
I was not hammered. It was eight o'clock in the morning. I drove, and so I see this guy walk by, and he goes, and he, I'm, just, he's just looking at us, and I was like, why is this guy like staring us down? And he comes back, and he goes, I have a question for you. Are you Mario? And I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. And he was like. I love you on the Dan Patrick show. Like I've only like airballed and been made fun of on the that's Dan like, Patrick show. I just like you have that's a deep cut though to like no because like you could see an actual famous person and you're still gonna like second guess if it's actually For them, sure. mm-hmm. you know. But to be like, oh, random guy who works at the Dan Patrick show, I know you. I'm yeah. gonna go up and talk to and you. and say hi. I mean, a girl he was, was really nice. The was, dude was really cool. I was at a bar in Vermont and some girl came out to me. She's like, I've watched you play basketball, <laughs> and I was like, that's unfortunate, but. <laughs> I was like that. How would you even like? It's like, definitely flattering, though. It's. I mean, it's definitely cool. Like, yeah. it, it, no, anyone who says otherwise is lying. Yeah. That day it was like definitely flattering. Yeah. You and then kind I was, of, you had your chest puffed out a little more than usual the rest of the day. I did introduce you, and I said, "This is Dylan the Graphics Guy." He goes, "Oh no way! What's up, Dylan the Graphics Guy?" Yeah. And I was like, "Thanks a lot, dude." Came up and said, "Mario." <laughs> well, let me finish my ex Benedict. <laughs> no, we had bacon, egg, and cheeses, and Sam Adam Tall Boys. At 8 a.m. Yes. All yes, right. at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. All right. Have a good week, everyone. The, the, the Termi, <laughs> the airport beer, is definitely on the Mount Rushmore of beers. Oh, yeah, especially at 8 a.m. There's no rules at yeah. the airport. No rules. It's lawless country. Hey, not for nothing, LAX, I thought would be opened up later. They close early. Really? It's LA. But it was like 11.45. And we get there. Our flight leaves pretty late. All right, my son's hungry. I was like, all these. there's got to be tons of bar and grills. Come on, you can have some nuggets and some fries. Everything's closed. So disappointed. My yeah. wife was like, what? In the-? I'd curse, but. You can't. This is a children's show. Yeah, not the even family like, show. like Burger King isn't even open. None of it. But sorry, small rant about LAX. No, that's that's more than fair. All right. that's I think criminal. that was fair. I'm happy you got that off your chest. All right. Ho- not hotel bars, but airport bars. Phenomenal, though. It's just a good it. place There's to be, such though. A oh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, you're spending thirty dollars on a twelve yeah. ounce beer. Ooh. Mm. Like I'll take a Coors Light. That'll be seventeen. But it tastes good. It tastes okay. good. It does. Oh yeah, no, it's it's on the Mount Rushmore of beers for yeah. sure. It's almost Especially as, if you're going on like a fun trip. Wait, it's almost as good as the ninety four Knicks. And that's all we got for twelve fifteen <laughs> this week. You're all our haters. Who's the most overrated player ever? Definitely Patrick Ewing. Okay. For my area, okay. Dylan the Graphics Guy, Marvin the Prince, Ray the Intern, Rob, and Tyler's in here laying on the floor. J.R. Smith is no one knows a cab. That's all we got. French girl pose. <laughs> Have a good weekend, everybody. <laughs>